0: Don't go to the Word of the Lord. You may be seated. I'm not going to read a text today. I'm just going to talk to you from many scriptures today. May sound more like a Wednesday night Bible study, but I feel like God has something to say to us today. I still believe in Pentecost. I still believe that Pentecost Sunday is a great Sunday, and I believe that it ought to change the lives of people in this building today. Amen. And the day of Pentecost was a powerful, outpouring of the Holy Ghost and it was the first and the beginning of the church and it was the promises of God coming true and all of that still is truth today. And I love to talk about Acts chapter 2 and what happened there, but I I feel in my spirit today I want to talk to you from just some facts today that you need to hear and you need to know and you need to consider on this Sunday morning. Let's talk about a changing world. I don't have to tell you. I, I have lived long enough to see many, many, many things change, and I'm, I'm not going to go into all that because everybody in this room could tell you about something that has changed from childhood until now. Think of all the things that have changed in your world. Think of the things. When, I mean, I, I could just go back very quickly. My mother put something on Facebook the other day about when we were kids, you you came in at dark and, you know, there was just some things you didn't do and you didn't have to worry about some things and so forth. And I thought, wow, that was the day that I lived in. But things are different now. You better lock your cars. You better lock your homes. You have to be careful in what you say and where you go. We're living in a world where if everything's not politically correct, somebody's going to Put it on Facebook and to Facebook and whatever else there is. But I'm going to tell you something. The changes in our world are biblical. It's coming to pass because of the day that we're living in. Is there anybody here that believes today that we are truly living in the last days of time? I'm going to give you a little scriptures today. Just just a few because I feel like they are very necessary this morning, and I'm not going to hold you very long. I've always said I'll do just like Elizabeth Taylor. She told her sixth husband, I won't keep you long. And she didn't. Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, this know also that in the last days perilous times are going to come. Here's the way Paul described the last days. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. When I read this, I want you to just reckon it to our day and see if it doesn't fit. they are going to be covetous boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth makers, false accusers, Incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And this is what he said, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And this is what he commanded of Timothy. And everybody say it with me. From such... Come on, say it, from such turn away. Then in First Timothy chapter 4, Paul said something else to him. He said, now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, that's the day that we're living in, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. He said these things are going to happen in the latter days. Now I go back to what Paul said in 2 Timothy, his second letter in chapter 4, verse 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because he said they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Are you listening today? Let me back up. I grabbed the wrong scripture. I didn't continue the right scripture. Let me finish that. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth. And shall be turned into fables. Peter said in chapter 3, just stay with me for a few moments, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Jude said it this way, beloved, remember the words which were spoken of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. The 18th verse said, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the spirit, But ye, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. He said, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. All of those scriptures pertain to the day that we are in. Never have we seen such an unstable world, such an unstable time, We have more religion than we've ever had. And we have more demons than we've ever had. We have more religion, but we don't have enough relationship. We've got changing worlds all around us. We see it with our eyes. We hear it on the news. We we read it every day in the newspapers and on the internet. We find things changing constantly. There's nothing stable. I would love to stand here and tell you that we are rock solid, that America is rock solid, that the world, you can believe in it. But I'm going to tell you today that we are constantly changing. The world is going in a circle. Things change. I know that. You know that. Neckties change, suits change, shoes change, hairdos change, dresses change, cars change, houses change, trims change, everything's changing. But not just that, beliefs are changing. And people who once said that's wrong are now saying that's right. And they're taking good for evil and evil for good because that's prophesied in the scripture. We are living in the most unstable times of history, this This world that we live in is on shaky ground. There's nothing you can depend upon. It used to be that you could say this is this and this is absolute. There are no absolutes anymore. Even they're teaching our kids there are no absolutes anymore. Could I preach to you on a Sunday morning? We need something stable and we need something sure. And we need something that we can depend upon in 2000. And in 21, nothing's stable. They've even changed math from when I was a kid. Nothing stable. We learned, we used to call it arithmetic. and It was pretty easy. But now, they tell me if you don't, figure a certain way, you get a failing grade. If you don't say a certain thing, you get a failing grade. Things are changing. Our school systems have changed. The thoughts about marriage have changed. The thoughts about raising kids have changed. My thoughts hadn't, but their thoughts have. That's the problem with us now. That's why you got, I'm just going to pastor a little bit here today. Everybody put your seatbelt on, I'm about to be real with you. That's why we got a rebellious generation on our hands. It's because you can't paddle a kid no more, they need their tail end paddle. I know where I'm at, and I'm okay today. Now, you may not like it out there in internet world, but I know what this church believes. The Bible said, you spoil the kid, you, you hate him. I know it. I am doing good. But it's a, it's a changing world. They've changed medicine. They've changed how to deal with people in, in psychology. They cha- You know, when I was a kid, if you made the grade, you got the trophy. Now everybody gets a trophy. Whether you make the grade or not, everybody gets a trophy. You with me? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Nobody's a loser. You can't even hold kids back if they fail a grade. Just promote them because we don't want them to feel like they're a loser. Go ahead and get quiet on me. But I'm just telling you the facts, the truth. The world has changed and it's constantly changing. And, and everything about the world is changing. But now watch me and stay with me. I don't want you to leave me because I want to tell you something that's sure today. There is some absolutes and there is something that you can depend on. There is something you can put your faith in. There is something you can believe in. The unchanging world can't get into the church or the changing world can't get into the church. But the unchanging God is the head of the church. Now watch me when I tell you there's some scriptures I want to read, and I want you to stay with me for a few minutes today, because the spirit of the Antichrist is upon this world. But God rebukes the spirit of the Antichrist that comes against the church. You see, the Bible said in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. The Antichrist is coming with power and signs and wonders. The Antichrist. But watch what I'm about to preach to you. The Bible said with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause, somebody shout with me for this cause. For this cause, why, for what cause? Because they receive not the love of the truth. God is going to send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie and be damned, that they might all be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I've come to preach to you about an unchanging God, a God whose hair doesn't get old and gray, a God who never has wrinkle skin, a God who has as much power today as he did when he flung the world into existence with a spoken word, a God God who is unchanging forevermore the spirit of the antichrist watch me now is is to tell you that, that, that it's okay you don't have to believe truth anymore I'm here to preach to somebody this morning truth is truth it does not change it will not change it has not changed truth is truth Somebody shout amen. Let me give you some scripture. You ready? Write them down, put them in your Bible, put them in your mind, write them on a notepad. Because here's what Malachi said. He said, For I, in verse chapter 3 and verse 4, he said, For I am the Lord. I change not. He didn't say I might not change. He said, I'm God, and I do not change. You stay with me today, because I'm taking you somewhere. Here's what it said in the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 13, Jesus Christ, he said, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday. Hebrews 13 and eight, yesterday, today, and forever. You ready? James chapter one, verse 17. James said, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. Who is the Father of lights? The Bible said, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. You know what he's saying? There's no wiggle with God. There's no movement with God. There's nothing unstable about God. In him there is no variableness. He's not fickle one day. He's not He's not doesn't have one personality one day and another. He's not like us. He don't wake up mad. He don't wake up sad. He don't wake up laughing. He don't go to bed dead or, 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 or tired. He's just got 24-7, 365 days of every year for century after century. For the eons of time, God has not Change What was once good with God is still good with God. What is once bad with God is still bad with God. What is once sin with God is still sin with God. What is once truth with God is still truth with God. He said, I am the Lord and I change not. You can do anything you want to in America. It ain't changing God. You can do anything you want to in the school, it ain't changing God. You can do whatever you want to in the church, but it's not going to change God. Here's what I know. He's an unchanging God. He is truth. Do you hear me? How many of you believe that Jesus was God manifest in the flesh? Raise your hand. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. If you don't believe that, I'll give you a Bible lesson. You can believe that. Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. So watch this. Watch this. In John 14 and 6, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth. So what is truth? Truth is the living Word. In the beginning, John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 said, and the Word was made flesh. The living Word was Jesus Christ. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Now that's, I'm I'm giving you Bible today. So what I'm telling you in John 14 and 6, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto me, but unto the Father, but by me. He's saying, if you want truth, you're looking at truth. Now, that is the living word of truth. There is a written word of truth and it's right here in my hand. The written word is an extension of the living word. This is the word of God. Does anybody believe this is the word of God? Somebody said, well, I don't know if I believe that or not. Go study it. How in the name of God can things that happen thousands of years, prophecies that came out thousands of years ago, come to pass now and, and in the days gone by? Because that word is forever settled in heaven. John 17 said, you sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. That's what Jesus said. Thy word is truth. How can you, how can you not believe that this By either we believe some of it or we believe all of it. If we have the choice to believe some of it, I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stirring you yet, but just hang with me. Either you believe all this or none of it. Either you, if you believe some of this and you can't pick and choose what scriptures you want, you, you can't, you can't, this is not Burger King. You can't have it your way. Either it's, this is truth or it's not truth. Either it's right or you're with me. Or it's not right. Either it's, either it's the declared word of God and we believe it's the word of God. This is our road map. This is how we get to heaven. Or we can throw this over with the other books in our house and say, I'll read that when I got time. Brothers and sisters, you're looking at one preacher that believes this book from cover to cover. I'm like the old boy that said, I didn't believe the concordance. Yeah. I believe this is true, brother. I believe this is right. And if you believe this is right and this is truth, then we have to take every word literally. We have to take every word to heart. We can't say, Well, I believe this, but I don't believe that. You can't let me tell you, you need a preacher to put it down inside of you. You need a preacher to drill it down in your soul. You need the word of God. You need to read it every day. You need to get it in your system. You need to love it like you love no other book because this. this. word of God is life, and it is forever settled in heaven, and furthermore, it won't ever change. You can't change the dotting of an I or the crossing of a T in this book. The Bible said if you do, you are in danger of the plague that's in this book. You can't change it. So what I'm preaching, what I'm preaching about an unchanging God I'm preaching about unchanged truth. You know, what, you know what the wise men said in Proverbs? Listen to this. The scripture came to me this week. The Bible said in Proverbs 23, 23, buy the truth and sell it not. Now, I got to think, okay, so we buy the truth. What will we sell it for? Some folks sell it for friends. It's okay if it's quiet, I don't care. Some folks sell it for family. Some folks sell it for tradition. Some folks sell it for history. Some folks give it up for events. Some folks give it up for hobbies. Some folks get it up for fellowship. Some folks give up truth for, they, they sell truth for all kind of things. Are you with me? How do you sell truth? You just let something else take its place. You sell out, not for money. That some folks may sell for money, but not for money. For things in your life that are untruth, that don't have truth in them that has nothing to do with promoting truth in your life. Let me tell you something, folks. Listen to me. We're not saved by emotions. We're well, I said, ooh, I felt something. I felt something when I was with that person. I felt something. That, 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 uh, it's okay. It's good. That's probably the Holy Ghost in you letting you feel something. Because I can turn on a gospel song of some old, dingbat singing that don't know nothing about God and I can feel emotional (laughs) well I can say a whole lot here but what do you sell truth for I, I just that's been in my mind all week long what do you sell truth for do you just hand it off and say well you know I used to believe that but I don't believe that anymore it's not what I used to believe or what I'm going to believe it's what's in this book it's what's in this book you've got to believe what's in this book you say how important is that preacher it's so important that it saves you it keeps you truth is, is absolute There. look I'd love to tell you today I'd, lo- I'd love to be able to stand in this pulpit today and say everything under the head of religion is going to be saved I can't do that. Are you judging? No, I'm just standing on the word of God. So let me just give you what the apostle Paul said to the church at Galatia. He said, I marvel. Chapter 1, verse 6. I marvel that you're so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ into another gospel, which is not another. He said, there's not another gospel. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert. Do you know what that word pervert means? I'm reading out of the King James Version. That word pervert literally means to change. There'll be some that among you that would change the gospel of Christ. But though we, Paul said, or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, that that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. It was so important that in verse nine he said, as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you that you, Have received, let him be accursed. For do I persuade men or God? Do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is why you got to be careful with the doctrine, and careful with truth. you got to know what you believe and get it deep, 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 deep deep inside your spirit. You know why? Because Paul also said in Colossians 2, 7, I, I don't know when I've read so many scriptures, but I am today, beware, somebody shout beware. Lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of world, and not after Christ. Let me tell you something. There's a coming of deceitful antichrist in the last day. That is gonna do it. That's why the Bible said he's gonna create lying wonders. He's gonna pull fire out of heaven. He's gonna look like the real thing, Brother Charlie, but he's not the real thing because he don't stand on truth. hear about those miracles, I don't want to know about your miracles until I know what you believe. (laughs) Some of y'all didn't like that. Oh, do you hear what you, you hear what that, that this one's doing or that one's doing? I don't care what they're doing. Until I, I want to know what you believe. Do you believe the Bible? Do you believe the Word of God? Do you stand on the Word of God? Let me tell you something. You're looking at a guy that's been down the road a few miles, and I've seen a few things happening. But when I was a young man, there was a guy that came with a tent revival right over here on 165. And, brother, they's lined up, and everybody he touched. Brother Jason, they fell out on the ground. It was an old sawdust floor then with a tent revival and and he was he was praying for them and and, and zapping them just as quick as he could zap them. So my brother and I decided we'd follow him when church was over. Just to see what he's made out of. You know where he went? Right down 165 and took a left, there's a little station up there right off of 165 and we didn't, he didn't have a clue he was anywhere around, we walked in with him and he brought him a big old bottle of whiskey and got back in his car. He's getting ready for the next service. Don't tell me, don't tell me what you, what you see, tell me what you know. Tell me about the truth of God in your life. Tell me. That's why the Bible said you better know them that labor among you. You gotta know what they believe. I don't care if they're jumping up and down and falling out on the floor and rolling. I don't care what they're doing. You better know what they believe because the unchanging God is a God of unchanging truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ has not changed from that day until this day and will never change. Our salvation it's built around the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. We are built upon repentance and baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus and the infilling of the Holy Ghost and fire. That's what the scriptures teach and that's what you better get in your spirit if you're going to be in love with an unchanging God. Ready? 2 John chapter, or excuse me, verse 9 through 11. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any of you, or any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, John said, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed, is partaker of his evil deeds. Oh, let me read it in another translation for you, so you'll understand it better. The Living Bible, for if you wonder, wonder, W-A-N-D-E-R, not wonder, wonder, beyond the teaching of Christ, you will leave God behind. While if you are loyal to Christ's teaching, you will have God too. Then you will have both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to teach you and he doesn't believe what Christ taught, don't invite him into your home and don't encourage him in any way. If you do, you'll be a partner with him in his wickedness. Do you know how many people are going to go to hell through deceitfulness? Do you I may not be winning friends and influence people, but I'm going to walk out of here with a clear conscience. Do you know how many people are going to be lost because a preacher comes to false doctrine? Do you know how many people are going to go to hell because they've been deceived and believing something that isn't true? Yeah. Well, I believe it's about Bible. But near so many as you think because one's going to be in the field or two's going to be in the field, one's going to be taken, the other's going to be left. Two should be in the bed, one should be taken, the other shall be left. Two shall be grinding at the meal, one shall be taken, the other shall be left. The Bible said, Enter in at the straight gate, for narrow is the way, and few there be that find it. Somebody here say few. Now, now, I'm not preaching to you a pessimistic doctrine. I'd love to tell you the whole world's saved, but you know who's going to be saved? Those that are grounded in truth and those that believe truth and those that stand on truth and those that will not move off truth because when you get the truth, you're responsible for truth and the truth is absolute. It's not going to change next year. It's not going to change 10 years from now. It's not gonna, It didn't change last year. It didn't change 10 years ago. Truth is absolute. Truth Truth is unchanging. Truth is God personified. Truth is his word. Truth is the living God inside of you. Truth is unchanging. I don't know about you, but in an unchanged or in a changing world, I'm going to plant my feet on God's unchanging word and stand in God's unchanging grace because he's an unchanging God. Ha. Don't bid him God's speak That's like if if brother, come here, Rory, let me preach a little bit. If brother Rory, if brother Rory decided he wanted to go out and preach another another doctrine, let me tell you something. He's not my enemy, but I'm sure not going to support him. I'm not going to bless him. I'm not going to say, well, you know, everybody's got to do what they need to do. No, I'm not. I'm gonna say Rory's wrong. Thank you. That's why I started with singing, hold to God's unchanging This whole world's just it's it's like a a drunken man. It's just it's just moving every direction. You you can't get a stable foot. I tell you what, when you go to bed at night and you got this and you know this and you got this tucked way down inside of your spirit, I will tell you there's nothing more important to me than truth truth. Truth. I've lost a lot of people because I preach truth. But I'm going to preach truth to the day I die. I'm going to preach truth no matter how popular it is. I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you. Jesus. I was thinking about him this week. Jesus. I love Jesus. Don't everybody love Jesus? Wasn't he a phenomenal preacher? Wasn't he a great miracle worker? Let me tell you about Jesus. Okay? Jesus lived 33 and a half years on this earth. I've lived twice as long as he's lived on this earth. He lived 33 and a half years and didn't have a preaching ministry but three and a half years. Charlie, he healed the sick, he raised the dead, he healed blind eyes, he set people free, he cast out devils, he did so many awesome things, he stopped funeral possessions and raised people up, Everybody was hyped about Jesus while he was doing all of that. He had 500, when it got ready for him to descend, he had 500 people standing on the side of a mountain, Dars, and when he left and they saw the bottom of his feet, there's angels that said, just don't worry about it, he's coming back, I'm paraphrasing now. Why look? you're looking in the heavens, this same Jesus is coming again. He's coming back to get you. He's coming back just like you see him go, but somewhere, but. Between the mount where he left and Pentecost, he lost 380 people. That's quite a church split. So I don't feel too bad. Jesus lost 380, but the 120 received the promise. The 120 got the promise. You see, truth is always going to stand up. Truth is, look, I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying all that, and I'm not saying everybody that leaves this church is going to hell. That's not, please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm saying this to you. You better get enough truth in you that when the darkness veils the sun and the world's on fire, you'll be able to stand upon the word of God. I'm not moving. I still believe in repentance. I still believe in baptism. I still believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. I still believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I still believe in the fivefold ministry. I still believe in the healing atonement of Jesus Christ. I believe the stripes of Calvary are for my healing. I believe that the Bible is true. I'm not moving off of that. You can't move me. No way. You try. You can take everything you've ever given me. Me, but I will not give up truth. It's not always popular, but it's always right. Somebody shout amen. So let me hurry to a close today. He said, don't, don't bend them Godspeed. Don't tell them they're okay if they're not okay. If they don't bring this doctrine, he said, don't let them in your house. <laughs> I know y'all ain't liking that. I'm just preaching the word of God today. I got I got friends right here in this city that are that are friends. But I'm not supporting them because they don't preach the truth. Who do you to judge? I'm not. I'm just telling you what's in this book. If it's in this book, I'm gonna preach it and believe it. I'm 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 not after a crowd. I'm trying to go to heaven. Amen. Anybody want to go to heaven? It's right here. It's in this book. If you don't care, then you can just be anything. If you don't care, just hey, why'd you even show up today? You shouldn't done something else but if you want to go to heaven the truth of God is in this book and an unchanging God is in charge of this a changing world but an unchanging God it hit me a few days ago and I haven't been able to escape it I laid awake last night thinking God our world is in such a mess such a mess Say, so, well, preacher, I, I, I don't think you ought to make people feel bad. Really? Really? Can I read you a little more scripture real quick? How many of you think that when you come to church, sometime you ought to leave feeling bad? Sometime, not necessarily feeling bad, but feeling conviction. Feeling something down in here saying, you know what? That ain't right. You need to get that straightened up. That's what the word of God's all about. Really? I was talking with someone the other day and I made a statement to them. You know, I know a preacher that pastors 40,000 people but he won't name the word sin. He won't tell people there's really a hell. He's just a motivational speaker. I don't want to be a motivational speaker. Here's what the Bible said. Hebrews chapter 4. For the word of God is quick. Verse 12. Quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The Word of God sometimes hurts us. You ever stuck yourself with a knife? I was doing something just this week, and a knife got away, and the point hit me right in the end of the finger, and I thought, man, blood shot out, and I'm thinking, crazy? That knife will cut you. The Bible said the Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. That's why when the preacher preaches, when things move in your spirit, that's the Word of God getting down there. And, and sometimes it cuts down to the bone into the marrow. But that's what it's going to take for us to be saved. Anybody with me today? That's what it's going to take for us to be saved. It's going to take truth preaching. It's going to take truth believing. It's called an unchanging God with an unchanging word. And that unchanging word is an unchanging truth. I hope you believe what I'm preaching today. If you don't, check me out. And, and, and follow up, and you come see me and say, Pastor, I don't believe this, this, and this, and you and I sit down and have a, a conversation about it, but this is what I believe, that you gotta believe the Gospel of Jesus Christ. You gotta believe the Word of God. You gotta believe it. You can't change it. You can't water it down. You can't make it to fit everybody. Look, I quit trying to do that a long time ago. You can't make everybody happy. I don't care what you do. You can't make everybody happy. For some people, I preach too hard. For some people, I don't preach hard enough. And somewhere in between. But you know what? I'm not here to make you happy. I'm here to make you saved. I'm here to get you out of here. I'm here to try to get us to heaven. It's not about leaving here feeling good. It's about leaving here saved by the grace of God. That's what this church is all about. Stand with me all over this room today. Hallelujah. 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 It's Pentecost Sunday. I still believe the real truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know why Jesus died? So that you wouldn't have to. You know why he was buried and rose again? It was in the likeness of the death and then the burial is baptism and the resurrection is like arising to walk in the news of life through the power of the Holy Ghost. I still believe in the Holy Ghost. How about you? I still believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, the Holy Ghost woke me up this morning. The Holy Ghost got me on my way this morning. The Holy Ghost moved me this morning. And the Holy Ghost is in this house today. If you believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord. That is the Bible doctrine. Let me say it again. That's what Paul preached, that's what Peter preached. That's what John preached. This is Bible doctrine. Paul said if somebody comes preaching anything else, he's not right, he's accursed. Then he turned around and said, John said, just if they come preaching anything else, just ignore them, don't don't bid them Godspeed, don't give them a blessing. So you know what I'm gonna do today on Pentecost Sunday? I'm gonna rejoice in truth. I'm going to rejoice that I know the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to rejoice that I've read the Word of God, and the Word of God is true. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, if you got the Holy Ghost in this room, and if you know what I'm talking about in this room, you ought to be agreeing with what I'm saying in this room. I've done nothing but give you about 40 scriptures this morning on how the world is changing, but God is not. How truth is not, it's not variable, but it's absolute. How truth is here to stay. Let me tell you what I'm called, truth will still be true. Let me say one more thing to you. I can't decide, Brother Eric, what truth is. Because I've heard preachers that decided they'd preach something and call it truth that wasn't nowhere in the scripture. I'm gonna make a commitment to you today, okay? Come on, smile, my God. Some of you look like you ate persimmons before you came in here. It's okay. I'm going to make a commitment to you. I'm going to preach whatever's in here. I'm not going beyond it. I'm not going to do any less than it. I'm going to preach what's in here. If it's in this Bible, I'm going to preach it. Is that fair enough with everybody? I'm going to preach Bible. I'm not going to preach anything less, though. I'm not going to water it down so everybody can have a good time and think we're all okay. I'm going to preach it like the Bible said. But when the Bible says it, It's true, not when Danny Chan says it. When the Bible says it, it's true.